You are listening to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Show. Hello and welcome to Real Estate Growth Hackers Live. My name is Zach Hammer. In this episode, I have Kevin Kaufman. Kevin is the co-founder of Group 4610, which was founded in 2008 out of Keller Williams Realty Phoenix with his business partner, Fred Weaver. Since then, Group 4610 has expanded to markets across the country, including Denver, Nashville, Las Vegas, that's where I am, uh, Tucson, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, Southern California, the California Central Coast, and Minneapolis. Group 4610 plans to explode this expansion even further with a goal of having a thousand affiliated agents nationwide. Pretty, pretty cool, powerful goal there. Kevin focuses on moving past hangups that would otherwise keep him from reaching his business goals and makes no clear distinction between work life and personal life and instead making sure to integrate all of his beliefs and values into every action he takes day to day. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring Kevin in. I'm gonna click the button here and three, two, one, he should be coming in. Kevin, go ahead and say hi. Welcome to the- Hey, what's up? Looks like it worked. We have audio, we have video. <laughs> we, we have you in and uh, and we can, we can hear each other. Uh, I can hear you. Hopefully everybody else can hear. If you guys can hear us loud and clear in the comments below, please go ahead and drop a, uh, drop a comment just saying, hey, say hi to Kevin, say hi to me, say hi to whoever, but comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, you like comments, no doubt about that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so again, guys, as we as we're getting started, feel free. This is this part of what's great about these Facebook lives is that we are able to interact. So Kevin, I've got you on live right now. Uh, we've also, uh, I'm sure, a lot of people are going to be watching uh, all of this as a replay as well. Um, so as you're watching, interact. We would love to uh, interact with you and make this more of a a conversation than just Kevin and I talking out to the uh, to the to the dark void that is uh, Facebook. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, let's say you and I both know how to talk, so we could go for a while. But <laughs> it's a lot more fun if someone else wants to interact, right? Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so Kevin, welcome, um, welcome back to the show. We uh, we tried to do this like uh, it's been a while now. I think it was like four weeks ago. Yeah, three, four weeks ago, something like I totally, I totally screwed it up. Sorry. Yeah, no, no worries, no worries. It was uh, it's exciting to be able to have you on. Period. So I, I, I appreciate, uh, uh, appreciate you coming on and and chatting with us and and this community. But yeah, uh, I'm happy so to what, do it. So, so tell tell us a little bit. You've you've been up to some cool things in the past couple of weeks. Tell us a little bit about that. The uh, I, I know I know Group Forty Six Ten just had a really cool event. What what was that all about? Yeah, so uh, great question. So as you know, one of the reasons why we had to push off this one, this one so far was we had our annual Think Bigger conference. And by annual, I mean our second annual. Uh, but so it's essentially our version of an annual sales conference, if you will, for, for our company. Uh, right. Pretty much exclusive just to the Group 4610 network agents around the country. Um, right. so we, we come in to Arizona, uh, two days, two jam-packed days. Um, Couple speakers, couple real estate speakers, couple non real estate speakers just come in, uh, and literally it's just going to like it's like going to a big event, um, except right. there's like 55, maybe 60 of us total. Um, my good buddy, a uh, couple good friends came in and spoke. My buddy Dustin Runyon, who you got to get on the show, man. Um, Dustin Runyon, okay. Dustin and his, Dustin runs a real estate office. Uh, him and his mom also own a giant property management company. Um, and more importantly, Dustin may be the best live speaker I've seen in my life. 
Um, and I've been yes. to Tony Robbins and, um, and, and you name it. And so we did that. We also had another good, uh, another great guy who is, I call him like an NLP ninja. His name is Michael Burnoff, a good friend of mine here. He's local in Arizona. And uh, he just rocked it. Uh, we had Wendy Shaw, who's run her, and uh, Russell Shaw, who you can find quoted a million times in the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book uh, here in Arizona, and uh, a bunch of breakout sessions from some of our top agents with our own company. So it's kind of like, a, I hate to steal the word, but like family reunion, if you will, um, but just for group 4610 agents. It was awesome. Yeah, and that sounds super, uh, super important too. I, I, I don't know, you know, how many people watching right now have have like these, uh, these expansion teams, these more distributed, uh, you know, companies, teams, networks that that they're building out. But uh, uh, especially when you when you're trying to create like a culture within your own organization, getting yeah, together, getting together is super important. So. Yeah, that's the word right there. So, so one of the questions we get a lot from some folks that are building expansion teams are, how do you keep the culture, right? It's easy when you're all in like one little box. Uh, well, even that's not easy, but it's a lot less challenging. Right. And one of the things we found is we've got to do stuff, um, not just like this where it's like, uh, you know, over, online, over the air, but we got to do stuff in person too. So we have two really big events a year. One of them right. is our three bigger event. Another one's called our mastermind event. Um, you know, we just modeled KW because that's kind of what we know. It's the company we grew up in. And right. so uh, we have a mastermind event that's more like a day. And then this event, which is really like two plus days. Um, so cool stuff, man. Yeah, it definitely, definitely helps a lot with our with the culture and the, um, the just the continuity of the now we're 95 agents around the country. Wow. Um, not easy to keep that together. Yeah, absolutely. As as. Uh, that's one of the things that I've that I that I've learned and heard from a lot of people is that kind of as as these businesses go through different uh, different levels, uh, especially of like employees or in this case, you know, agents, partners, that, that kind of idea. As you go through these different steps, it's like there's these there's these levels where you kind of have to break through different challenges uh, as you get bigger. And and one of the biggest ones is as you get into that, yeah, like that hundred, hundred employee mark or hundred person mark, it's a, uh, it's, it's a challenging one. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh it's, it's a challenge, but it's fun. Um, it's never been this fun before. It's never been, uh, never been this many headaches either. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a good time for sure. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So, so let's, uh let's, let's step back a little bit. Um, for anybody watching, I, 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 I kind of want, uh, kind of want to make sure that everyone's starting from the same page, get a little bit of an idea of, of your backstory. What, what, why'd you get into real estate? Maybe why'd you start uh, group 4610? Just a, a, a real quick idea of, of what brings you to today so that people sort of understand where you come from on this stuff. How's that sound? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So um, it's funny because I don't, I don't think about this a lot, but I, I just was interviewed for something and, and so I, I I specifically was asked about why I got into real estate. Right. And, uh, and the reality is, is uh, I was kind of, I was searching for something. I didn't know. I worked for GE, uh, GE Capital, uh, okay. the, uh, the, the other finance company I worked for. And um, I was going to school. I was going back to college. I was going to go to college this time and finish it up. I, I really, I didn't know anything. I just knew that I wanted to uh, work for myself. I felt like an entrepreneur, although I didn't really know that word, what it meant at the time. Um, but I was searching for something, and, and then I met this guy, uh, this professor who who's very clearly a businessman who just happened in a couple classes every semester. And uh, one day he came in and he he blew my mind, quite honestly. He he started talking about money and real estate, 
And I just remember like thinking, oh my God, this is it. This is it. It's real estate. Um, and I didn't know what it was going to look like. I just knew it was real estate. And so I, uh, I basically begged him to spend some time with me, got him to go to breakfast, um, got him to explain to me like his whole life. If you've ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that, I mean, that was, right. that was his life, right? Real estate and other cash flow businesses he owned, you know, he just owned plenty of them. And that's where he had accumulated his wealth. And he made such an impact on me that basically, I think it was the next two years in a row, four semesters, I want to say, I, if he was teaching a class, I was taking it. Uh, nice. Didn't matter to me. The cool thing was, is he was actually taking, he was actually teaching curriculum based on the Rich Dad Poor Dad books, like Cash Flow Quadrant, ABCs right. of Real Estate Investing, stuff like that, because they were accredited um, through the school and through the college system here, as well as through the Rich Dad uh, company. And so, if he taught cool. the class, I took it um, and, and spent as much time as him, around him as I could. So then it was finally about the end of 06, beginning of 07, I just, it was, yeah, it was, it was April of 07, basically, I got to a point where I was like, I got to quit my job, this is stupid, I can't do it. Um, but I just got engaged and I had this, I had this really steady job, um, you know, that paid pretty good. Um, you know, I wasn't ever going to get rich on it, but I was making 60 grand a year and, you know, when you grew up with your parents making 35 and 40 a year, 60 feels like a lot when you're a kid. And so, um, but I gave it all up. My, my, my now wife, you know, really encouraged me to, to follow that, whatever it was. And um, so I did. I got into real estate. And sure enough, like, it's 2007, and you're in Vegas, so you know exactly what 2007 was like. Right. Uh, the, the market was falling apart. And I just, I said, I don't care. I'm going to go after it. And I did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then, so, okay. So then, so then you get into real estate, you kind of start off there. What, what, uh, what is the impetus of actually, you know, forming and, and creating group 4610? Yeah. So, you know, what's funny is Fred, um, I always joke and say Fred tricked me into helping <laughs> him with a couple of short sales in 07. Right. I don't know what they were. Uh, quite frankly, he had done some like as an investor uh, outside of real estate and he wasn't real sure how to do them as a real estate agent either. Um, but he was kind of getting back into real estate at the time and uh, had a bunch of people around him who had properties underwater. And so he took a bunch of listings in uh, the summer of 07. And essentially he was going on his honeymoon and he, and he wrote to me into helping him. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, we'll give it a shot. Right? <laughs> I, can, I can literally remember him saying to me, I don't even know if we can get paid to do these things. Right. Uh, he's like, I don't know who will pay us because the, the seller's broke. And I thought, well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. So uh, anyways, Fast forward, we close a couple of those short sales, um, and then a few months later, we just we're, we both happen to be doing short sales uh, separately. Uh, we're both working from home, not fun, um, you know, when you're calling the banks and stuff like that. We actually both happen to be employing his uh, brother, kind of on a part-time status to do all the stuff we didn't want to do, like uh, basically administrative work and stuff going to like the property for listings and stuff like that, doing measurements and MLS input and stuff. So. One day we decided, what, what would it be like if we just sat together in the same office? Um, funny, we sit together in the same office today, too. You can't really tell because we're in the process of moving. Um, right. uh, and so we decided, what, what would it be like if we sat in the same office, helped each other out with our short sale files, incentivize each other a little bit on the short sale files, but then we'll share the expense of a full-time employee. Right. That's what happens. And, uh, and so basically February 1st, February 2nd, 2008, we moved in together. Uh, into the same office, rented the office next door as well, put his brother in there and a desk, and we told him we would try to pay him within 30 days 
but there was no promise. And uh, and we kind of went to town. I think we had about ten or twelve listings between the two of us. Right. We just kind of went at it. That was that was it. Like that was the start of Group Forty Six Ten. Um, and then within a month, I realized that nobody. Well, I, it's not just me. We both realized that nobody knew what the hell they were talking about on right. the short sales. And I can remember going to a class and uh, at my market center, and and the CE instructor said, and the classroom's full. This this classroom, this this training room sat about thirty five people comfortably. There's probably fifty five people in the room. Right. And class was on short sales. And the first thing the instructor said was, "Don't do short sales. They're bad for your business." <laughs> you gotta be joking me. So for the next three hours, because it was a credit hour class, right. I'm the guy that raised his hand about every seven to ten minutes and said, "Well, that's not actually how it works." And I just, I probably raised my hand 15, 20 times and muted something he said based on my own experience. And right, right then, I remember going back to the office. I did. I told Fred, I said, "This education out there sucks. We gotta." We got to go tell people what the real truth is, what the story is. And so right. we started teaching short sale classes, and that was kind of the beginning of Group 4610. Nice. Well, that, yeah, that's cool. So part of, part of what I love about that is I, you know, I'm, I'm a very firm believer of, you know, I, I think there are probably a handful of people that, that, that get successful, uh, you know, by, by being slimy and doing things that are just horrible, like a handful but most people, like the consistent way that you actually get to some level of success is by figuring out how to help people and by figuring out how to like give back and give value and and raise up other people. And through that process, it tends to bring you along with it. So it's 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 cool to see that that kind of the, the starting of really growing that is is essentially that that desire to take what you've already learned and, and give that back to the real estate community. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That helped our business grow a ton. And, um, you know, there was a couple, I think, a couple lucky things that we did. We thought we were just being smart at the time. And, you know, looking back, they were also just extremely lucky, which was um, we weren't chasing our REO accounts because both of us had worked for banks before and we were never going back right. to that. We, didn't, <laughs> we, we just were never going to be bank employees again. Right. Um, and we wanted a real-life customer. We felt like um, – at a minimum, we're putting a real life person into our database who we've helped, and that'll come back to us in the future. And luckily, it did start paying off at the right time because uh, we went through some tough times later on. At, at any rate, um, and so yeah, and then we started giving stuff away. Right, we literally started teaching agents in Phoenix what we were doing. We started teaching a class basically every other week, and that like the first class, there's like two people that showed up. Right. There was like four people, then it was like ten, and it was like twenty, and like. By the end of that year, there was 50 to 100 people showing up every other Friday uh, to a different market center inside Phoenix um, where they'd come here as teaching. We'd literally teach our entire short sale process in like a three-hour time frame, beginning to end, everything we knew about it. Nice. Uh, it was great. It led to a ton of referrals. It opened up a ton of doors. Some of my greatest relationships I have um, came from that time. Shoot, a lot of the people that I'm in business with today, um, I met during that time frame because we were out teaching. That, yeah, that's that's fantastic. I, I think I honestly, I think it's a it's a strategy that a lot of people that a lot of people miss out on. A lot of people don't don't do. They actually don't you know don't put themselves out there, teach, try and add value, and and 
and and and really do that. And now, especially when when you have something of value to say, right? Like there are a lot of people who try and teach and have nothing to say, no, no value to actually offer. And that's that's not going to get you anywhere. Or it might, but you know, it's a waste of most people's time. But uh, exactly. But what 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 do you think? What do you think are some good opportunities for people to to learn from that concept? To learn from you know, essentially growing their business, you know, via teaching, via that sort of network. Where where do you see opportunities there? Uh, you know, it's funny because we've always talked about this. I can remember selling a. We finally got around to selling some information, some products a couple years later. Right. And the first product, one of the things that we did was we sold the product on how to generate leads, how right. specifically hotel leads, and one of the methods, which. Everybody had watched us do. I just don't think anybody took note of it. <laughs> Go teach everybody else how to do it. Because right. as, as you well know, if you put 100 realtors in a room, like, and you can teach them everything you know, right. um, like three of them are going to take action on of it. And <laughs> and 10 of them are going to think you're an idiot or arrogant or whatever. And then right. in the middle, everyone else is just appreciative of your time. And some of them might have been entertained. Some of them wouldn't have. Some of them will send you referrals. Some of them won't. Um, but right. the reality start opening up um, opportunities for referrals in different relationships. And then the other thing is that it really does that I think people miss on is it really keeps you sharp. And for Fred right. and I, it was always a way for us. We came up with so many good ideas. We'd be like, oh, we're not doing that. We need to do this. And so right. I don't care what it is, whether you're teaching how to dominate the internet, teaching a class on how to dominate, fa dominate Facebook or social media or whatever, um, when you start teaching and give it away, you'd be surprised at how much comes back to you. Um, right. It's crazy. And I, I just don't think enough people in our industry, I know there's a lot of teachers and there's a lot of people selling shit and gurus and stuff like that, you know, but there's not enough people who are actually giving stuff away, like real live content. You and I were, were Facebook messaging, what, a week or two ago about right. different mistakes and everything like that. And, you know, the reality is, is one of the things we talk about is everyone holds everything so damn tight, right? Uh, and and so when they have something good, they don't they don't share it with everybody else. And I think it actually hurts them, not helps them. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Part of part of what for me has really made you know this this show concept you know work in in you know the 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 limited amount of distribution I've I've done with it even so far is that is that I've I've always like I've I've realized when you you know, when you have these different sort of formats for how you deliver content, there is like a necessary limitation, even if I don't hold anything back, right? Like, yeah. like there's only so much that you can cover just you and I talking. I, I could go through, we could go through and lay out step by step the exact plan to do X, Y, Z, and people are still going to miss parts. They're still going to want, want more. They're going to want it, you know, in, in a video format where they could pause and replay and then like slides to go back through. And that like that desire for more, that desire to take it further is a great way where you can actually make money by just selling the same content, but in a maybe an easier to use format. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there's so there's so much potential there. But like it, it's it's almost never that like you need to hold back the secrets like that. That's almost never the answer. Never. Yeah. yeah. Never. It, and and it, it's so it's so interesting just to see see how many people try that. And like like, you know, it, it, and guys hop into the comments and and, and let us know if, if if you sort of feel this way, too, if you've seen seen this kind of stuff happen as well. But my, my perception of the people that, especially on something like this, where they're like, you know, I, like, I, I'm not going to talk about that. You'll have to buy my course in order to hear, hear this. And like for the most part, when I hear that stuff, I'm like, yeah, all right. 
not buying your course ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> show me why it's valuable. Uh, like, there's so many people who want to uh, hide behind, you know, a, a paywall before they'll even deliver value, and you, you don't care. You don't care enough to even do anything with them. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, that, that that that's super cool. I think uh, uh, when it comes to teaching, especially, I think one of the things that that holds people back. You let me know if if you agree too. I think. Uh, uh, a lot of people have have a certain level of an imposter syndrome too, right? Where where they don't they don't know the value that they have that they could bring, so they don't want to put themselves out there. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, go ahead. Yeah, there, there's a lot of that. Like uh, you know, and and I mean, I'm not saying I've never felt it myself, but like um, you know, you think like maybe she, it's like man, if I teach, if I speak out loud, or if I speak in person, maybe they're gonna find out. I'm not really as smart as I might look right now. Right. <laughs> or, or like, Hey, I'm not comfortable speaking in public. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I might look bad, blah, 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 blah. Right. right. There's, there's a million reasons why. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't, I kind of don't know where I was going with that thought, but yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, it, it, it's been one of those things. I, I think the biggest thing that I've been able to map it to as, as like where, where people are with it is, is we, we all tend to be fairly conscious of like the people that we look up to and the people that, that maybe have better results than us or have gotten further or no more. And, and we, and we, we always compare. Um, So like one, one of the things that's helped me and anybody, anybody listening, hopefully this could be helpful for you too. I always like to approach teaching from the standpoint of, of I'm going to teach, you know, what, what I know, what I've learned. And, and I'm not expecting that it's going to be relevant to everybody. If there's somebody listening, who's more successful than me, you know, they may not learn anything from what I'm talking about. That's okay. My, my audience is the people who are maybe a few steps behind me and I can teach at least what I've learned up to this point. And, and coming at it from that standpoint, you don't have to present yourself as, as the expert, as the guru, you can present yourself as somebody who's a few steps down, down the path and still be very authentic and and be able to convey the value that you have very realistically. You know, it's funny. Like one of the things I always joke about, Fred and I always joke about when we teach, and it's it's true. Is like, hey, they're only letting me teach the class because I I made more mistakes faster than you have. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Understand that the reason I got to teach this is because I've already made these mistakes, and if I ever say anything really smart that sounds like, holy shit, that guy really knows something. Right. Just know that I totally screwed it up three or four years, and then I finally did what my coach said. Um, that, that's what it was. Like that, I just learned from like a mentor or a coach, and I finally did what they said, and right. I stopped. You know, I stopped making the mistakes. So yeah, that, that's the, most most of us have something to give, and um, not enough of us share that stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, I, I think that the key is, you know, don't don't try don't try and be someone you're not. Don't try and and present yourself as the expert when you're not, but more than happily present yourself as somebody who has some experience and and yeah. you know like, like that that part that that's always fine. And you know, there, there are times where I'll talk about um, ideas like marketing ideas, and I, I I always want to be very clear and specify. You know, is this an idea that I have that's untested, or is this an idea that I you know is this something that I've tested in the marketplace and I've seen work, right? right? But yeah. you can. You could share both, right? They're still both useful. Yep, totally. 
but uh, so okay, so so let's let's go ahead and, and continue into some of this other some of these other concepts and uh, topics that we can get into. Um, where where today do you think um, you know where do you see the the biggest potential improvement for real estate agents? What, what what's the what's the thing that you think is holding holding them back, or what are some of the things? I I'm the kind of person I have a hard time picking my top sometimes, but yeah, no, I mean I, I think if I can like bring it down to like 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 narrow it down, it's, it's doing the basics. Most real estate agents um, will will create things, distractions that stop them from doing what they should do. Like this, this business is very, very simple. It's, it's, I'm not saying it's not hard work. I'm just saying it's simple. Um, it's like it's like if you have one of these things right here, right. You have a phone, um, uh, you should be good to go, right? Uh, but we will do. As like when I say we, real estate agents as a breed, we will right. do whatever we have to do to avoid this thing, right? <laughs> to avoid picking this up and making the phone calls. Right. Um, you know, it's so funny. So it's not funny, but something I'll share with you. Um, one of the guys that I'm so extremely honored to be in business with, Brady, in our Denver office, in our Cherry Creek office in Denver, had shared with me yesterday morning that he he challenged his team, our, our team there in Denver, to um, – just make have 20 conversations a day right like 20 real estate conversations a day which is a very basic number you've seen that advertised like it's been in bold and really a bunch of like fairy tree it's in a lot of other places right 20 right. conversations a day is nothing new under the sun um nobody and we didn't invent that number we could have said 19 or we could have said 23 doesn't matter but it's right. very basic. however it's really hard to do because you have to focus like you actually have to make an effort to do that in and single in on whatever time you have allotted for that two hours, three hours, 90 minutes, whatever that is. Right. Right. Um, and, but when you do that, the results that come from it are amazing. They can literally be amazing and change your life. If you'll do it. Um, it reminds me of, so I, I mentioned you are think bigger conference or you brought that up. And I, I mentioned right. that my buddy Dustin Runyon uh, was, was our keynote speaker and, one of the things Dustin said was, hey, I'm, I want to share an opinion with you that maybe isn't as popular and, and maybe it goes against what a lot of the other guys are teaching because a lot of people are telling you guys to work harder and they're telling you to work more hours. And that's not right. – I don't believe the problem. I, I believe what the problem is, he, Dustin said, I believe the problem is, is you're not focusing enough and giving your all to the hours that you do have committed to your real estate business. So it's not about going from 40 to 60 hours a week or 40 to 50 hours or some cases for some people. It is about putting in a few more hours, going from 20 to 30. But for the hours that you are working, right, it's about what are you focusing on during that time? Are you actually doing your job or are you looking for excuses to not pick up the phone? Right. And I think overall as a community of real estate agents, we will invent reasons to not do that. Like, I got to get more water. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to text Zach back. I got to comment on this Facebook post. I better go check on this. Oh, I better check tax records before I call Susie Q back just to make sure she didn't sell yet. You know, whatever. Like we will just invent shit so we're not productive during that. And then, so we've allotted three hours. So we've allotted three hours, but we've spent 90% of that three hours doing everything but the tasks. So we've made four phone calls. Right. We wonder why we don't get the results. Like to me, like that's the number one thing in our industry. Yeah, I, and I I completely agree with you. It, it, it's actually 
um, yeah, I put I put together a, a a completely free course, and I'll actually I'll tell people real quick how they can get it if they want it. Uh, if you drop a comment that says lead tips again on the original Facebook page, uh, you you can get access to this free course I put together. But um, essentially, one of the things that I that I talk about in real estate follow up, and I think it's really relevant to this, is your your first goal when you're calling somebody isn't to sell a house, it's not to get a listing, it it's none of that. It's it's to get a relationship. It's to have a conversation. It's to find out what's going on with this person's, you know, in this person's life um, so that you can find out how to help them. Now, right now, that may be, that may be uh, that, that, that you're like, it may, maybe you're talking to a potential buyer. That may be that, that you're going to use, uh, um, you're going to talk about how they can fix their credit or you're going to get them in contact with a lender who can help them help them get through that stage of their life. It might be that literally all, all that they wanted, you know, that, that you're just finding out that life is perfect and they're not looking to sell right now, but Hey, maybe you can give them updates on what's going on in the market, right? Like it, it's just to establish that relationship. And, and I think that's, that, that goes to your point. It's, it's having these conversations that, that is really, that that's the, that's the line that you need to move is, is the conversations. Yeah. And the other, the other thing too, that I would say, and like, I, you know, I, I see it with, with agents that I've worked with in the past, probably none of our current agents, but and then agents I see in our, in our brokerage and, um, you know, it's like, um, two things. Number one is we want to make things complex so that way we, right. can, we don't have to act right. Um, like, oh man, I had, a, I was teaching a class recently in, um, somebody asked a question about like, well, what about this for my taxes or whatever? And it's like, why are you making this complex? Just do it. Like stop being, stop creating complexity so you don't have to take action. Right. So we want to make stuff complex. Like, oh my God, should I use coal resource or should I use Mojo or should I use Vulcan 7? Nobody cares. Just use something. Somebody is having success with all of it, right? Right. And so that, that's one thing is we make it complex when it doesn't have to be. And then number two is uh, shiny object syndrome. So we actually had an agent who just left our team uh, in one of our locations, and I'm not going to – I won't say who, who this person is or what location, but I can remember this person's first week on the team, which, by the way, wasn't very long ago, and I, I predicted this day that they unfortunately probably wouldn't last a whole lot. Um, they wanted – so, like, farming is not something that Group 4610 does. It's just not. We're not, we're not committed to it. It takes a commitment. It takes a very strategic plan, and we are not. Uh, that's not in our wheelhouse. Wheelhouse, we don't do it. Right. And it, the other thing is, you know, we're very thorough on what it is we do do, though. However, right. when it comes to referrals and it comes to internet leads, and our processes are super defined, super well thought out, and proven over thousands and thousands of transactions now. And this person started going, "Well, hey, I want to farm. Who's got tips on farming?" And I'm like you've been here for seven days, maybe go back to the training and do these other things that, that maybe we're already paying for and doing at a really high level. Right. Um, but that's what, we, as agents, that's what we do is we go, we start looking for things like, uh, okay, like this month I'm going to farm. So I heard farming is great. And then in right. three months when it doesn't pay off, we don't do it. So I'm going to, I'm now I'm going to go buy Boomtown leads. Kevin uses Boomtown. I know he loves Boomtown. I'm going to go buy their leads. Right. And then when that doesn't pay off in three months. I'm on to the next thing and then on to the next thing. And then I'm going to cancel the expires and blah, 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 blah. And right. they all suck. They don't work. I can't, I don't understand. I'm looking for the magic bullet. What people don't realize the magic bullet is, and I'm just saying this for the first time. This is really good. You should write this down if you're watching. Um, I'm writing this down. 
the magic bullet is consistency over time. Or as right. Gary Keller would say, it's time on task over time. It's right. doing the same thing consistently for like a really long period of time. That's actually the magic bullet in real estate. Right. But it's not sexy, man. It's terrible. Right. Like, it's extremely boring. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to do it. it makes you want to gouge your eyes out with a, with a pen. But you know what it does do? It makes a lot of damn money. It, it makes a whole lot of money. But yeah. it's not sexy at all. And and it, it's it, it's 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 super powerful. It's not even just in real estate. It uh, uh yeah. yeah. The the there's a book that's called uh, um, the obstacle is the way. Have, have you have you read that one? It's by uh, I have not read that one. I do. I have it on my list of about seven thousand other books. <laughs> yeah. to read. I do know the book. What so what of so I, real quick synopsis of anybody listening that it, it's basically a. Uh, um, uh, story, modern story examples uh, put together with Stoic philosophy. And, and the idea behind it is, is essentially, I, it, it's very much there in the title, right? That, that very often we, we think of obstacles as obstacles, as things that are preventing us from the path. Right. But, but very often the obstacles are actually the, the thing that, that is exactly what you need to go through. You go through that, you, you, you harden yourself and figuring out how to get through the obstacles, how to beat them, is where you find success. It's it's not like it's not this thing that you got to get around. It is the work. It is it is the the part that is necessary in order to get where you want to go. Yeah, you got to sometimes. Yeah, you got you got to do it. Sometimes you got to go through the wilderness. Yeah, and and what's what's so amazing is that very very often um, people get to that point of the obstacle. They get to that point of the difficulty, and that's where they turn. That's where they they go away. And and so they're 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 always just on the other side of of that potential success and the and the power that comes through that. It's a it, it's such an uh, amazing amazing thing. And and essentially it is. It's consistency. It's doing it over time. It's getting through that grind past where it feels exciting because it's new. Yeah, it's funny. You know, a couple of years ago, I really com- we committed to that. We said we we're going to do this. And um, it, you know, it's 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 made in a lot of ways. It's made business boring in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Like. If I showed you if I grabbed my phone again, I showed you my calendar. Like it's very calendared. Um, right. you know, all the meetings are reoccurring and it, you know, it's it's super boring. Um, right. but it's also super it's it's how it works. Uh, right. and I realized I was living it when I told you I was doing an interview recently and um, and somebody's writing an article and they they titled it the long game. Right. Um, I realized like, yeah, that is actually what I do, it's the long game. I've been right. We, right now. I've been playing this long game for the last few years, and it's funny. We've been joking because there are so many good ideas, right? Uh, and I have some friends that are super successful. They do. Uh, they don't just sell real estate. Maybe they invest. Um, maybe they've got other businesses too. And I right. we leave these meetings with our friends who are like crushing it, and we go, "Damn! In a couple of years, we're gonna either look really smart or really stupid. I hope we look really smart. But right, right. now, it's man." It's, this is tough because I see that opportunity and I see the angle. I see the same angle that he that he or she sees. Um, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna stay committed to this one thing that we talked about, staying committed to a few years. Right. Yeah, and right. I think I don't think mo- most of us don't want to do that. We just don't have the um, we're not wired to do it. It's not fun, and so that's why most people don't. Yeah, we're and we're constantly you know seeking after the the dopamine rush that you get from doing something yeah. new. Yeah, and. And you don't you don't have that you don't have that when you're doing something consistent. But 
totally. that's where that's where the real success comes from. Let's uh, let's let's show a couple of these uh, these comments that we've got coming in. I I like uh, C- Cindy captured one of the uh, one of one of the things that you said. I think is perfect. If if at first you don't succeed, try doing what your coach said. So true. <laughs> it's and it's it's so amazing. We 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 are we are so often trying to find the answer to something as being something other than what was already told to us or what people are already having success with. And it's, it, it's just, it, it's likely already in front of you. Chances are you have the tools in front of you that, that it'll, that it'll take, take to succeed. You're just not doing it. <laughs> yep. Totally. And then we got, uh, yeah, and you commented on this one too. We had, uh, we had Jason, uh, Jason said, do the work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's <laughs> no way around it. Like I know Jason here, he's, he's locally here in, here in Phoenix. He's good. He's a buddy. And, uh, Jason's a really smart dude and, and he knows like, it's just, it's, it's about doing the work and actually you can't fake that. You cannot right. fake that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just a, a quick thank you guys. I have a few of you here that, uh, that hopped in and got the, uh, got the lead dips thing. So thank you for, uh, for taking a, uh, a chance with your time and, uh, your attention with me and, uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully that, that delivers on all the, uh, all the promises that I made. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about this. So, so, so just wrapping this part up real quick, we've got, uh, the, 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 uh, stumbling over my words here, the issues that most agents face, the biggest obstacles that they're looking at that make it complex when it doesn't need to be. Yeah. And, and they don't leverage the magic bullet, which is consistency over time. Yes. So magical, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, cool. And so let let's uh let's dive in and let's talk about some of these can like these specific. Let's dive into the weeds a little bit and let's okay. talk let's talk about um some of these methods that you mentioned. Um, you know, Group Forty Six Ten actually you know leverages really well, which is uh, referrals and internet leads. So let's let's take let's take referrals. Uh, what is a what is a big part? Like, what's the high level look? How, how do you guys think of a referrals? What, what's your system for that? Yeah, so for, so for us, for referrals, it looks like a couple of different things because that, that's, you know, it's funny. Our two biggest sources of business are both very wide-ranging buckets, right? So, <laughs> so one of those is referrals. And for us, referrals looks like a couple of different things. Referrals looks like, obviously, agent-to-agent referrals. So you know somebody in Vegas, they're moving to Phoenix. You right. say, hey, Kevin, uh, my buddy you know, is moving to Phoenix, can you help them out or, you know, whatever. So agent to agent referrals, exactly what it sounds like. Uh, we, we've been able to do uh, do more than our fair share of those over the years. I think uh, not not just partially due to training, but mostly due to the trainings we've done, which right. has helped give us a platform and and, uh, and and give us a face and, and name with a lot of folks around the country. So, uh, so agent to agent referrals is one. Uh, another bucket is obviously, I'll call it like a referral company. So think of like okay. referral exchange or agent pronto or or um um i don't know like the elp program or something like that where yeah where where there's a company and they're actually a brokerage and really their whole business model is to provide leads and then sell them if you will to agents for referral referral fees and front end uh you know upfront monthly payment and so those kind of those are the other bucket referrals and then of course the the last piece is actually referrals from our clients and our sphere of influence, our friends, our family members, things like that. So we, Fred and I have always worked very hard at staying in front of our sphere. We've always done a large number of sphere of influence deals and past clients have, have become repeat clients and, and they've right. referred their friends and that's something that we've focused on for years. And so for us, when I say referrals, that, that's what that looks like for our company. And um, 
we do we, we do quite a bit of business in that arena. Awesome. So yeah, so let, let's let's talk a little bit about it. So so you did you already you already tapped on the agent agent. Uh, so you, you you believe that a lot of your business agent agent wise comes from the exposure that you've you know that you've gained through doing trainings across the country, just giving back and and basically making it so that when people think of you know a team in any of these markets that you potentially work in, right? Um, yeah, that that exactly. they think of you guys. Uh, yep. So. So that, I mean, it's a really simple one. Like, I, I don't want to gloss over it because it's powerful, but it, I think it's easy to understand, right? It's, uh, yeah. well, it's not get, hard. Yeah. yeah. Get, get out there, give, give value, go to other markets that you get that exposure. And, uh, and yeah, you'll start to see that come back to you. So that's, again, it's, it's not sexy, but it's, uh, it's powerful. <laughs> uh, okay. And so let's, let's talk about the referral companies. I, I'm a, I am familiar uh, with some of these companies and a little bit about what goes into it, but what what would you say? Because I like I, I'm I'm familiar with a lot of agents who who struggle to to actually get much business from from these referral companies from from these different things. Where what where are they lacking? What do you think is your you know secret sauce that makes that makes that work for you? You know that's a good question. Um, I I think you know well let me give you this example so. One of the one of the biggest uh, positives that have come from these things is uh, I got a, I first got a Dave Ramsey ELP account back in 2010 or 11. I think right. it was 2010. My buddy Jeff Payne uh, had, had referred me over to them and they told Fred and I about him. We went and got an account, and um, and, and they send your name to three different. They send uh, when when a client or a potential referral ask for real estate agent to get three names and numbers right and so you're instantly competing and right. so one of the, we realized that the key was actually to be first right, right. that was the key. and believe it or not for us at this time that was like a big light bulb for us we didn't realize that and so right. that forced us to get more competitive and to get smarter about the way we handled our leads um which then we then parlayed into it used to be called agent machine now it's called um Referral exchange. Um, we got an account with them in like 2012, end of 2012. Same thing. We just got, we we're fast and good. And we followed up with them like no other. And right. because we had a high conversion rate, we still, like, we still get a lot of leads. Like, it's just how it is because we sell a lot of their houses still right. to this day. Um, and then, uh, same thing. So then it was like that Agent Pronto came out. So we got an right. account with Agent Pronto. That started being good. We were good about it. And so I think the thing is, is I guess the moral of my story is when you get a little bit, do really good with it and then ask for more. Right. But you can't ask for more if you don't do really good with it. Right. That's yeah. the key because if they're, they're a company too. They're doing this for profit. They're not doing it to just feed you. They're doing right. it because they want a referral check in exchange, right? And so right. take what they give you, make them look good for doing that, and then ask for more. Yep. Make them look good again, and then ask for more. Make them look good again, and then ask for more. It's that simple. Yeah, and and, and it's super powerful too, because I mean that 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 really is what it is. It's it's the same issues that people are running into with these with these companies are the same issues that plague the rest of their business. Totally, right? oh, like, absolutely. Well, it's funny that was that took the Dave Ramsey thing that for us to realize that we're like, shit, we're slow on leads. Sorry, right. I say that on your show. <laughs> Um, Fine with me. <laughs> like, like that was the deal. That was the thing for us. We we're like, oh right. man, we're slow. We got to get fast. Right. And then did 
and then it helped the rest of our business. So it was, it was kind of cool how that worked. So let's talk about that a little bit. What, what were some of the changes that you guys made to increase your speed to lead? Uh, you know, it's funny. So we, we found a way to automate text message alerts right before uh before every lead company had an automated text message <laughs> and so we when we really started beating the competition was we had a buddy set up uh uh an email address that would actually ping both of our phones at the same time with the text message nice. so, we could get it, so that way because otherwise you had to be sitting in front of your computer or your email to get the right. lead and uh so this way we could do it automatically we had a special alert on our phone and so we started doing that and then right. that helped us get faster, being faster, helped us convert more. And then, you know, it's kind of a snowball from there. That was yeah. probably the number one thing that we did is we just, we, we realized, we treated it like, um, like I got to drop everything and do this right now. Right. Yeah. And oh, it, for a while and it paid off. That, that, and that makes tons of sense. And, and by the way, guys, any, anybody listening, this, this same, like, you'll see this, this, this sort of theme going through almost everything Kevin's talked about so far, which is it isn't like some massive suite of really genius ideas. It's like one idea implemented effectively is the thing that made the difference, right? So when we talk about agent to agent referrals, it's not some massive strategy for agent to agent referrals. It's I'm going to get out there and teach consistently. And the momentum that that builds is going to be powerful. And then with, with these referral companies, it's the biggest thing that's, that's moving the lever is talking to these people before somebody else does. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make that an important thing. And so like that, that's part of what's useful, you know, just stepping back and thinking through some of what you're talking about here. Um, know that like sometimes, you know, when chances are, if you're listening to like, you know, to somebody like me or, or Kevin uh, talking about this kind of stuff, you may or may not be getting the exact answer that you need because what Kevin just described is the reality. Everybody gets text notifications now for leads. If, if you don't have that set up, it's not just that you're like, you know, not it's no at, longer good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to, you have to be looking at what can, so if, if you know the important thing is speed the lead, you have to be looking, what are the ways that I can, that I can do this, that I can do this even fractionally better. Right. And 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 figuring that kind of stuff out. And it may not be that you can learn that from somebody like, you know, again, like Kevin or I or any of the other people that'll that'll teach you this stuff, not because we wouldn't share it with you, but because as soon as we have it to share, it's probably too late. It's, it's yeah. too late. That, that, that's called being innovative. Right. Like you've got to be on the exactly. forefront. of. I mean, I'll just tell you, like one of the ways we stay ahead now, we've got a couple programmers on staff and right. part of what they do is automate things to help us be faster and better with what we have like right. you can't like the text thing is like it was cool it gave us an advantage for like a year or two and now it's everybody has it right it's just what it is, right and so how do you get faster than that like what what other trick can you do um right. so it's not necessarily that you should be looking to me people should look to me or look to you for the answer it's right they look to us for the question they should be asking right you know, Asking themselves that question, like, what could I do? Like, what could be my competitive advantage? I can remember Fred and I sitting down and right. going, how do, we, how do we get there faster? Because we noticed when we got there first, we got the deal basically every time. So we said, how, how? and then we brought in somebody from the outside who was a tech guy who understood it better than we did. He just goes, oh, well, why don't we just set up this little text message system? Uh, I can do that for you in a day, and you'll be good right. to go. Like, 
yeah, let's try that out. That seems like it would work. So, right. uh, and then it did work. So, yeah, it, it, sometimes it's not about finding the silver bullet, if you will, right. uh, to use that again, of what you should be doing, but maybe it's about finding the question you should be asking. Right. And by this time, I mean, when it comes to these leads, it's it's not like it's not it's, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not like you weren't already working them. You were you just you had you had you had done enough. You had done enough work to get enough data to say this is where we actually need to make an improvement. This is the problem. And, yep. and and so that's the mistake that a lot of people make, which kind of goes back to our original thing. They're getting distracted before they've even figured out what the problem is. They, they're they trying to find a solution to a problem that doesn't exist for them yet. Yes. <laughs> so, so you know, keep, keep that in mind. If you haven't actually picked up the phone and tried calling these leads and figured out which ones are turning into results and which ones aren't, you probably that don't have enough data. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, okay. So uh, again, pulling some of these points here. So, um, you know, doing enough work to get the data to to actually be able to make some of these decisions, figure out where some of these problems are. That's an important aspect. We, we've we've already covered that. Um, being innovative and actually trying to find your own solutions to the problems that you're encountering is so powerful in some of these things. Not yeah. not relying on the solution being handed to you because it 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 won't be as powerful as soon as that's the case. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, I think, I, and and then going back again uh, to the to these referral companies. Part of what you were talking about is is it really is it's it's like this thing that builds momentum. You give them when when you get those first few in, you hit them hard. You do a really great job with them, and then you grow that. You you use that momentum to get more, to ask for more, to grow that side of that business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And uh, for anybody, anybody listening who isn't familiar with some of these companies that you can be uh, can be reaching out to, we already mentioned a, a few of them. Uh, but Dave Ramsey has that ELP program. There's a referral exchange, which is actually it's a it's a paid thing that you can become a part of. Um, there's there's Mavoto, there's Agent Pronto, um, and chances are you could even potentially find some some other uh, even like local sorts of things where people would happily refer you business if you do a good job with it. So um, lots of good options there. Okay, cool. And so let, let's talk a little bit about, uh, so we've covered agent, agent, we've covered these referral companies. Let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, SOI and past clients. What, uh, what is, what, what do you, do you do anything specifically strategically intentionally to, to get more business from these people? Yeah, not enough to be honest with you. Like this is something okay. I've really been thinking about a lot lately. Um, I feel like we could do more. Um, right. However, what we do and we do well. When I say well, I just mean consistent. We've done it for five, you know, almost five years now. Right. We um, this gets sound really stupid. We send newsletters, and we send <laughs> us listed just sold emails. So right. two, I know that sounds really dumb, but like the reality was, up until uh, 2013, what happened is those would go out like seven or eight times a year instead of 12 times a year. Right. right? And so we just got really consistent with it and happens, it happens automatically now. Um, but then here's what we really started doing is um, we started doing client appreciation events. And so right. here's what I know. And I think anybody watching this would agree that if you called your database and you called your clients and you spoke to them, um, it might, it could help your business grow. Like they might have referrals for you, right? Or they might want to do business with you again themselves. And so I think we can all agree that's a universal principle. I think we can also agree most of us don't like doing that. And, um, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, I know. So, like, for me, when Fred and I decided we were going to bring that into our business, one of the things that 
we decided we'd call three or four times a year. Uh, we'd ask for referrals, and, uh, but we had never done that before, so the first thing I had to do was call and apologize for never calling them again since I closed their deal. That right. was a very easy phone call to make. The, the hard call was the second call when I didn't have anything else to talk about. Right. So, talking to my coach, and he said, well, you just need a reason to call them. That's all. Right. So invent a reason to call them. Right. So we said, okay, what can we do? We said, well, what if we did something? What if we gave something away? Right. And so then, you know, we heard of like Russell Rhodes in Dallas did the pie giveaway every year, right? So we were like, what if we did that? Right. And so 2013, um, we decided we were going to give away pies the week of Thanksgiving, and we did. Right. And you know, we decided we were going to do a couple other things the following year, and we did. And so then we just we fall into this group. We got this groove now where we have a couple of client appreciation events every year. Right. Um, and so when we call, we're actually calling with something of value. Like I'm, because because what I hated, like what I hated this call. Hey Zach, it's Kevin with uh, Group Forty Six Ten. Uh, this is a business call. Who do you know that's looking to buy or sell real estate in the next thirty days? <laughs> right. Anybody who knows me knows that that's not me. Like I'm, right. like I never, I'm not doing that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. It's right. not natural for me. It's not authentic. Right. Um, and so, and so I don't want to do that. So I, I had to create a reason to call you. And so my reason was like, hey Zach, I appreciate you know I appreciate uh, you helping us grow our business by being a client. And I just wanted to say thank you. You know, could we buy you and your family uh, like a pumpkin or an apple pie for Thanksgiving this year? Right. Uh, we'll take you. We're gonna go buy a bunch of pies and come down to the office the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, pick it up right. and uh, love to shake your hand again. It's been a while since I've seen you, and, uh, and you know, good to go. And you'd be surprised how many people drive across town for like a six dollar pie, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they will because it's the thought. Like it truly is the thought that counts. They're like, right. this guy's calling me to give me something. He's not asking me for something. And then what does that do? That leads to referrals. It leads to you being top of their mind. That's how our business grows. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and on on that same note, I actually was it my first. It may have been my first Facebook Live. I brought on a a, a gentleman who's uh, up in the uh, Salt Lake area. Chris Chris Bowen. Chris Bowen. Do you, do you happen to know Chris by any chance? I don't know Chris. No. Okay. Anyway, he's doing some really cool stuff up there, all, all along these same lines. It would actually anybody watching, if you like what what Kevin's talking about with the like this idea of these events and and uh, and client appreciation events and and having these really good opportunities to call up your past clients and SOI. That that episode had some really good information in it. Um, and again, it was like the first one. I'll, I'll try and remember to drop a link in the comments or whatnot so that you guys could check it out if you're interested. Um, but uh, but he he does he talks about some really cool ideas. He uh, he does like. Um, you know, the, the Star Wars premiere, when that came out, he rented out yeah. a theater and like not the whole theater, but like rent, rented out a room in the theater and then invites everybody to that. Yeah, we've done a few movie days like that as well. We've done baseball games. Yeah. Um, we've, we've given away uh, Girl Scout cookies. Right. We've done, um, we do pictures with Santa as well, which right. goes over super well. So I mean it's 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 pretty cool. It's not that hard to be creative. Absolutely, it's something that provides value to your clients. Yeah, and, and it really is. I I, th I think that's the important note of what of what you just described too is that you you at any given point you're going to have a certain percentage of the people who actually come right who who pick yep. up the pie who come to the event who come and watch your movie you know your movie premiere your movie showing. Um, but uh, having that opportunity 
to call these people and invite them is that's the power. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where the magic is. So don't like I've, I've actually you know I've worked with a couple of teams and I've seen them make this mistake where they were judging the success of this strategy based on like how many people came to the thing, and that's that's not. There is yeah, that's not it. The thing is, you get credit with everybody, whether they show up or not. They know you invited exactly. them. Yeah, you invited them. You offered them the pie. You gave them the opportunity. You yeah. you were the one who thought of them and reached out. So keep that in mind. The power is sure you got to do the event. You got to have that. But the real power is having that opportunity to talk to them in an authentic way. Yeah, yeah. Totally. super super powerful. Super powerful. Cool. Okay, so we so we've got. We've got some really good information. We covered uh, agent to agent. We covered referral companies. We covered SOI. Uh, some really great strategies there. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit. We get. We still got a little bit of time, right? Like here. Uh, oh, well, we don't got much time, so we might have to go into a into kind of my quick quick fire round real quick. So this guys, fire mode. I'm ready. <laughs> so guys, anybody who's watching, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you just want to uh, uh, let Kevin know how much you appreciate him sharing so fully, so uh, so authentically on this show with us, feel free drop a comment uh, below this video and let us know that. And, and if then, you want any tips on having great hair, Zach's your guy. He can- <laughs> I obviously cannot. So. <laughs> covered there. If if you have questions on on hair, I am more than happy to answer questions. I will give you some ridiculous answer. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you guys have any questions uh, as well, I'm I'm going to start asking Kevin uh, just some really uh, top level just good questions to get some good answers, but, uh, um, but they're, they're short and quick. Uh, if you have any questions that you'd like us to ask as well, feel free to drop those below and I will, we, we will ask those as well. Um, but I'll just go ahead and start into this. And, and Kevin, you, you remind me, you gotta, you gotta get going pretty quick here, right? We gotta be off by like, by like what? I forget. Let me see. I'm checking my calendar right now. There we go, guys. Just like he was talking about before. I've got, Exactly 15 minutes to go. Okay, so we got 15 minutes. Let's make good use of them. Um, okay, so uh, so again, guys, drop uh, drop any questions below, but I'll go ahead and get started. So, okay, what are what are some of your some of your favorite tools? So, like day to day, whether it's post boom down, boom down, boom down. Okay, I'm a boomtown guy. I love it. I'm a paid sponsor. No, just like everybody is, you can get a referral fee if you refer somebody to it. So that's just a joke. I like to take shots on my friends over sync. Um, so at any rate, uh, yeah, I'm a huge Boomtown guy. That is probably my favorite tool, if you will, that we use on, on a day-to-day basis. Sweet. And and so Boomtown, for anybody who doesn't know what it is, if if uh, you know, if if you're not familiar, it's a it's a it's a it's a combination of tools. It's a, it's a CRM. It's an IDX. It's a a website. It's a way for you to uh, process leads. It's a way for you to generate leads. And it's got some really cool technology that is kind of an all-in-one package to really cool. work uh, real estate leads. So uh, it, the it if if you're familiar, like there are some other uh, competitor platforms. Um, so if you're familiar with some of these, it might give you that where it fits into the world. It's it it's similar to like a conversion or a commissions Inc or uh, some of these other platforms that, that do similar things. It's just like those others that you named just better, but it, but it's just like that. <coughs> Sorry, to, I didn't mean to make water up, to breathe, breathe some water, <coughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's a, a really cool platform for, for some of that stuff. So if, if you're, if you're potentially looking for a, a, a CRM, if you're looking for an IDX or if you're looking for, um, 
a way to effectively process leads. That's that's kind of where Boomerang fits in. I'm not pulling this up to like answer my text messages. <laughs> I've got like a little folder on my phone with some of the other cool things that I really like since we're talking. Oh, about. cool. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I really I really love too is um, I really like uh, uh, Slide Broadcast. Sorry, I'm looking at the app and I can't even okay. say it. So there's yep. two things. There's Slide Dial and Slide Broadcast, which right. has been around forever. Uh, my buddy Ben Kenny told me about it years and years ago, like six years ago, seven right. years ago. Uh, but it's funny. We started using Slide Broadcast because of our client appreciation events because we, after yeah, we called okay. them and we took all the orders, we wanted to send out confirmation voicemails. So it's like you can upload a, a spreadsheet with, you know, hundreds or thousands of phone numbers and right. record and drop it like that. So we use that. Um, I love the Boomtown app. Ring Central is what we use for our phone system. Okay. Um, we've got some internal stuff that we've built uh, that I love. I, I can't really talk about it only because I don't have the ability to share it. Uh, <laughs> Mojo, we use the, we use the Mojo uh, Mojo dialer, which I love. It's integrated with um, within Boomtown, so I love that. So all of our Boomtown leads can just go right over to Mojo, and then that data can go right back to Boomtown. Um, right. One of the things that we use, we like uh, you know Upwork or Fiverr for stuff that we need. We, we need something done on the fly on the side. That could be right. anything from like work to you know whatever. Um, if I could, um, you know, Fidelity Title has got something called their app. You know, and if you like okay. use one of the other brands like Chicago Title or Lawyers or something, it's whatever, same thing. So they got like the Fidelity Agent app where you can right. create like NetSuite on the fly. Uh, in which is something I always did with my listing consultations. I always had NetSuite prepared at different sales prices. Um, what else here? Eventbrite for selling tickets and stuff. Um, so those are those are some of the uh, some of the different um, apps and stuff that we use or, or tools that we use technology wise in our company. Sweet, sweet, yeah. The, and and so slide broadcast. If anybody missed this concept, it, it goes straight to voicemail. So instead of yeah. doing like a, a mass call, um, you upload a file. It basically just drops it straight to voicemail. So the sure. the phone. The phone doesn't even ring. They just get a notification that uh, that they have a voicemail. So it's super powerful. Like if you want to do um, uh, if you want to do like uh, circle prospecting around an open house, it could work well for that. It uh, uh, it's useful for yeah these like client appreciation uh, events sort of things. It but anytime where you just kind of want to get the message out there and drop it on the voicemail, that's where it makes sense. Do be careful. Do it correctly and don't be annoying with it because uh, some people are very much misusing the technology, but, uh, uh, but there's some really cool ways to use it effectively. Um, totally. Ring, Ring Central, Ring Central is going to be most uh, advantageous for anybody who wants to have like the appearance of a bigger company, even if you are a distributed team um, or if, if, you know, maybe, uh, maybe you have a team that kind of works from home, that kind of thing that Ring, Ring Central is a really good place for that. You could have a number system with a, with a phone tree and all that kind of stuff in it, forward numbers, wherever they need to go. Super cool system. Um, uh, one thing I want to talk talk about too is uh, looking for things like this. So Boomtown and Mojo Dialer they integrate well. So that's part of why they're they're so cool together. Is you know if you have to choose between any other dialer, but you you're on Boomtown, Mojo just makes so much sense. It makes sense, yeah, yeah, because of that. So in the same way, if you happen to be using another system, Mojo may or may not be what you need. Uh, ch check out what 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 maybe integrates with the system you already got. Um, or if you're looking to switch, there's there's some good options there. Uh, Upwork and yeah, Upwork and Fiverr, they're both uh, places where you can get outsourced work. 
Uh, Upwork is going to be more of like a, you actually hire a specific person. Fiverr is a little bit more productized where it's like, I want a logo or I need, you know, X, Y, Z done. You can go and find the person who does that specific thing. Um, it's cool. Cool. Love the, uh, love the, the different tool ideas. Uh, okay. So, uh, what are, oh, okay. So who, who are some of the people that, um, uh, that, that have influenced you? Who are some of the people that you kind of look to as, as, as heroes or influencers who kind of, you know, you look to today? Um, I mean, there's no doubt Gary Keller's been the biggest influence in my life, uh, business wise, um, right. business and, and a lot of personal stuff as well. Uh, so I, I look to him. Um, I'm really fortunate. I get to spend some time with him uh, in different groups and whatnot. Um, you know, some of my friends, honestly, just some of, some of my friends I've made in the industry um, that are, you know, Ben Kenny is someone that comes to mind. He's right. a friend slash mentor in a lot of ways. Um, my buddy Cody Gibson, um, good dude. He's, you know, we help each, try to help each other a lot. Um right. You know, I'm a big, uh, I'm like a big podcast guy. I'm like, I read a lot. Uh, I listen a lot. That was a lie. I don't really read a lot. I listen a lot to like Fair enough. Uh, books. So I like I, Tim Ferriss um, right. comes to mind. Uh, and, the, and the thing I like about Tim Ferriss, it's easy to dismiss him if you don't like his style. Um, the thing about, the thing that he does is, number one, he only talks to the best of the best. At whatever it is they do, right? So right. whether it's an athlete or or somebody in business or somebody uh, in the arts or whatever, he's only talking to the people that are the best. Um, but the information that he dragged, he's actually gotten so good at interviewing people. That he's the fantastic. They drags out of them is phenomenal, and so I listen to his podcast. Like that's my number one go to podcast for sure. Um, that I, that I look to is uh, Tim Ferriss. So. That's uh, I would say those are some of my bigger influences right now. Cool, cool, yeah. And, and any anybody who has it already, the the Tim Ferriss podcast, it's completely free. You can check it out, listen to it for free. Um, there, there's probably going to be, um, it, it, he tends to do his content this way, where it's going to be a little bit hit or miss for whether you're completely interested in what he's talking about, um, or just completely disinterested. Yeah, yeah, and, and he does that on purpose. His goal is like any piece of content that he does. He's 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 got one group that he's like they're going to love it. Um, some people may get value in it, but like, he's not trying to please everybody with everything. Um, yeah, like, but, you, know, uh, you know, he's got a million subscribers, right? Like he had Ray Dalio on, uh, earlier this week and he knows that like, that's only going to apply to like 250,000 or 25% of his audience, but that right. 25%, like they're going to dial in and absolutely eat that up. And he, absolutely aware of that and he's like, he's masterful at that. He's, he's, he's truly become a master of, of that, uh, getting content good information out yeah yeah so, some of my favorite episodes anybody who's who's going to look through like the uh look through the the backlogs his his episode with arnold schwarzenegger was great uh his episode yeah. with uh jamie fox was fantastic um uh noah kagan i always love it when when he and noah kagan talk they're actually they're friends but they always talk some good business principles um, um and uh trying to look at He's got some really like he's got said Tony Robbins on a few times. Oh, Tony Robbins, yeah. Um, Derek Shivers, that was that's that's yeah. He's had him on a couple of times. That's been those are some really good episodes. But uh, yeah, Cory Booker, who is like a he's a a, he's actually a um, politician. Okay. Um, uh, Caroline Paul, who uh, she was, she's awesome. She's just a badass. Just know that. Uh, Dom Degas, Agostino, who was a 
like a, a professor and research uh, doctor uh, who's basically the foremost expert on uh, um, ketogenic diet and all right. the benefits of that. Uh, Rick Rubin, I don't know if you listened to that episode. That's one of yeah. my favorite ones ever. Yeah, that one was fantastic was too. Um, Ramit Sethi uh, uh-huh. was a great was a great episode. He was on a couple times. Uh, and actually, one of my favorite uh, is a guy named Adam Robinson who is not famous at all unless you listen to Tim Ferriss. Um, it's funny, and I follow him. On, he got him to follow me back on Twitter. He's a really quirky dude, but he's a ge- literally a genius. Right. And that was maybe my, he did a couple episodes. He did one with Ramit Sethi and uh, and the, Josh Waitskin, the chess player. Okay, right. But he also did a solo one, and um, it blew my mind. Like that is one of the most interesting people on the planet I've ever heard from. So right. he's, he's he's one of mine. So yeah, cool. So so anybody anybody listening to this, anybody watching, you've got some good episodes to check out to hit some of the uh, the top line stuff. Apparently, my do not disturb did not work correctly because I'm ringing all over the place. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so let's talk real quick. What are some uh, What are some books? Uh, I still got some time, right? I'm double checking the time. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, favorite books. Uh, let me give you some. And and, so, and by the way, I'm I'm completely with you. Uh, uh, if you've got time in a car that you're driving around, listening to podcasts or listening to audiobooks is a great way to make good use of that time. So yeah, I I'm the same way. There's some books that I've read. There's some books that I've listened to. But either way, you're consuming the content, and it's great. Absolutely. Uh, so some of my favorite books over the last year or two. Um, uh, number one is uh, Bold by Peter Diamandis. Okay. Uh, probably my favorite book uh, that I've read in a really long time. Another one called Exponential Organizations. Okay. Um, the Elon Musk book by Ashley Vance. It was great. Cool. Uh, one of my favorite books ever, and I just reread it every couple of years, is Moneyball. Um, okay, cool. Great story, but it's a really great business book. Right. Uh, Influ- Influenced by Robert uh, Cialdini. Cialdini. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I don't know if anybody really knows how to say his name. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a really good that's a really good one. Any anything by by Robert Cialdini is is really good. He's a uh, uh, he's got some powerful information about like the psychology of persuasion. Yeah, so there's a great book on hiring called Who. It's called The oh. Who of Method of Hiring by Jeff Smart and Randy Street. Right. Um, and then another book, my buddy Reed Moore uh, introduced me to this. It's called Change Your Questions, Change Your Life. And that is absolutely one of the most impactful books I've read in a long time. Right. Uh, and then probably my last one that's worth mentioning, uh, another um, auto, uh, another biography is called uh, it's by T or it's uh, by T Boone Pickens. It's an autobiography uh, called "The First Billion Is the Hardest," and it's one of the funnest biographies I think I've ever read or listened to in my life. Nice, first billion is the hardest. Awesome, yeah. That's I, I was I always love getting uh, getting other people's book recommendations. Uh, just because, you know, uh, who, who was it that said it? Is it, is it Zig Ziglar? I don't remember, but the, uh, um, you know, the, the, the idea that you, you know, you will be the same person you are today, aside from the people you associate with and the books that you read. And, uh, and so it's, it's always nice to, uh, hear how other people are, are, you know, growing and expanding and, uh, and, and looking to, you know, potentially change and better themselves in the future. And books are a great way to do that. Awesome. Absolutely. 
Cool. So, so one of the, one of the last questions that I always, that I always like to like to mention, um, if, if say, say people watching this, say for whatever reason, they, they missed everything else, they've forgotten everything, but now we have the opportunity. If we could give people the top three takeaways, the top three things that you'd want them to take away from this episode as a result of having listened uh, or just in general, uh, what would be your top three things that you'd want somebody to walk away from this, you know, this interview or just you in general for, with? You know, I just thought of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says it in a very different way than I say it, but um, he, he's, he says, stop focusing on dumb shit. Like, <laughs> dumb right. shit mean all of the activities that are everything except for this little thing right here, right? right. Everything but this. Like, stop focusing on everything else. Like, you don't have to do everything. Just do one thing, but do it consistently. Do it really good. Right. Um, it's like I told you, the magic, the, the the magic or the hot sauce, if you will, is really in doing it for a long period of time. It's being right. consistent for a long period of time. And when you do that, all of a sudden, stuff looks easy. It feels easy. You get the results that you wanted. Um, right. You know, it's funny. A lot of agents in our company, they come on and it's the first year that's hard. And once right. they get through the first year, year two tends to get pretty easy for them if they've done their job in the first year. Because what happens is, I was like, say deals start falling out of the sky because now they've got a year. Now they've got a database with leads that are a year old and those right. deals become easy. Right. And so it's about, you got to stay consistent. You got to stay committed, quit focusing on different things. Like you, like you can't just try something for 90 days. That's right. not how real estate works. Right. You've got to stay committed for a long period of time. So stop focusing on everything else. Um, and then, um, I mean, actually, people would just do that. That'd be more than enough. I wouldn't have to think of two other things. Um, <laughs> Honestly, if you want to stop there, that's fine with me. I, I, that's one of the things that that I think is powerful. Sometimes, sometimes it is. It's important to it's important to know um, what what the what the underlying important things are, and and just focusing on what is actually important and not focusing on the stupid distractions are yep. uh, you know that's going to be game changer for anybody who actually applies it. Absolutely, totally yeah. agree. Absolutely. Okay. So, so last thing, uh, before, before you hop off, where, uh, where should people connect with you? Where should, uh, where should they send all the referral business? Where, 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 uh, where are these places that people could reach out to you? So, uh, number one is on, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram, uh, which is just Instagram.com forward slash Kevin Kaufman, uh, on Facebook as well. Kevin Kaufman, K-A-U-F-F-M-A-N. Uh, and then, if I could, I'll put it in the comments too. Yeah, but absolutely. I connected to our Facebook group, Real Estate Agents Who Want Real Results, which right. really was just uh, an idea that Fred and my business partner and I and Cody Gibson had. We right. always talked about how like there's all these groups out there, and I'm certainly not going to talk bad about any of them, but like a lot of them lack uh, substance and right. lacked um, they, they lack um, substance. I guess is really the best word, and so. Um, so we just decided what it would be like if we created a group. So one Saturday morning, I right. literally just created a group, added Fred and Cody and said, let's see what happens. And right. then, uh, so that was last October. Uh, so coming up on a year and we're just over 18,000 members. And, and because I, I'm not really creative and I literally just did it on a Friday morning or a Saturday morning, excuse me. Um, it's, it, the name is really terrible. It's really called real estate. <laughs> want real results uh right. and I, I thought of that because i was like thinking of like i like I, I get so tired of the people who don't um 
who are gurus and don't really actually do anything uh, right. in our industry. They, just, they talk about it. And right. so um, real estate agents that want real results, Facebook group, I just put a link there in the comments. Um, the cool thing about that is that, like, it's not cool that me and Fred and Cody are there. The cool thing is, is that our friends are there, like you're there. And if somebody else who, uh, who needs an answer to something or wants to have a conversation, like high level, like I saw Jay Kinder was posting in there earlier today. They're like, um, Ben Kenny's comment and posting there, read more. Like a lot of people come in there and like, there's some really good conversations. And that was our whole point was let's just make this really, really, uh, valuable to the industry and Absolutely. see what happens. And so it's been fun. Yeah. And, and guys, I, I will definitely piggyback on exactly that. That, that. that group is fantastic. There are a lot of Facebook groups out there that there is just no value, no no reason to even join. They're just a waste of your time. This is not one of them. It, it, there's, a, there's a ton of value in there. There's some great people really uh, uh, giving a way more value than anybody is trying to take in return. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that out. All of these links that uh, that Kevin mentioned, I will also I will be updating this Facebook post to make sure that you guys have direct links for easy access to as well. So uh, uh, do check back if uh, uh, pretty quickly after this this uh, after this live part is done, the post itself should have those links as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, thank you again so much, Kevin, for for coming on. Um, Cindy as well uh, just said uh, great job, guys. Thank you so much. So uh, we got we got we got some live ones in here. And by the way, uh, Jennifer had also said uh, so easy to to lose focus on your one thing. So we've got we've got some good uh, some good people getting some good uh, good results on here. And uh, and yeah. So anyway, thanks again, Kevin. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, some fantastic value that uh, that you brought us. I'm going to go ahead and uh, and let you get going. I know you've got to hop off, but uh, thanks again. Thanks, man. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon, Zach. All right. Talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye. And uh, real quick, anybody else that's uh, that's still here, that's still watching uh, as we as we wrap up here, if you didn't already and you are interested, uh, one of the things that I've put together just completely free for you, uh, you can get uh, my course, The Ultimate Lead Machine, uh, completely free just as a thank you for for coming in, being being here, watching with us. Uh, all you got to do is drop a comment that says lead tips and you can get access to that. Uh, the ultimate lead machine, All it, the basic idea of what it's about is that um, there's a lot of training, a lot of information about how to generate leads, uh, how to get people kind of into that top end of your funnel. Uh, the ultimate lead machine is, is about kind of what happens after. Uh, what do you do when, when you can't get somebody on the phone? What do you do when you can get somebody on the phone, uh, but maybe they're not ready to sell right now? It's kind of that overarching idea of how do you how do you process leads once you've generated them? So that's uh, that's what that's about. It's completely free. All you got to do is uh, uh, drop a comment below this video that says lead tips. That'll work whether you're watching live or if you, even if you're watching this as a replay. Uh, so you can, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, and again, if you guys want to make sure that you see these episodes live, that you're able to get in, uh, get your questions answered, interact uh, live with our awesome, awesome uh, uh, people that we're bringing on like Kevin, uh, then then you want to make sure to get on our notification list. All you got to do is drop a comment that says notify, and uh, we will uh, reach out to you and let you know how you can get on our notification list so that as we're uh, going live with these uh, with these 
you know, Facebook lives, you're able to come in and, uh, and watch them and engage live with us as well. Uh, we tend to do these uh, right now. Uh, our, our schedule is Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you will always be able to catch the replays. And every once in a while, we do them at a different time if our if our you know if if our expert guest uh, is not able to, to to present at that time for whatever. Um, but uh, but if you want to make sure that you don't miss them, you want to get on that notification list. All you got to do is drop a comment below this video that says "notify," and we will reach out to you and let you know how you can get on that list. So thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Thank you for listening to us, for engaging with us. We had some good interaction uh, here today on this uh, on this Facebook Live. You guys don't know how grateful I am that you actually take some time and come and listen uh, to, to, to myself, to our, you know, to our expert guests like, uh, like Kevin and uh, take some time to not only grow your business, to learn more about your business, but, uh, but, but you put a bit of faith and trust in us to be able to, to help you in that process. So thank you for coming. Thank you for listening for a bit. And uh, I hope I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Growth Hacker Show. Remember, done is better than perfect. To turn the marketing ideas and tactics you just learned into real growth for your real estate business, visit us at realestategrowthhackers.com. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with another real estate professional who could benefit from the information. Or maybe you'd like to subscribe to the show to never miss an episode. You can leave a rating or review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway, helping this show to reach and help more people just like you. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.